You're listening to Rock Bottom Radio, broadcasting from deep in the turfnet zone. Here's your host, Randy Wilson. Hello and welcome to Rock Bottom Country Club. Today we're talking about how important it is to maintain a positive attitude in the middle of a torrent of constant negative news. Regardless of how each side is spinning their angle for whatever advantage they seek, it's vital that we, the people, Resist the urge to surrender to the media's constant pounding, the bureaucrats' sermons, and the hysteria on social media. As one who once worked in the field of propaganda, both of the government variety and the more evil version known as advertising, I can help you to recognize an important indicator when they're trying to brainwash you. Keep in mind that many news stories are obviously written by the same person or team. When they constantly repeat a phrase or slogan, they are actively brainwashing you, modifying your response to specific stimuli. You'll notice this when you find yourself repeating that phrase or slogan in normal conversation, as if it is your own thought pattern. Don't allow negative news and social media to rent space inside your head. What are you doing? Practicing my ballroom dancing? Oh no. Is it Mushroom Burger Day again? Well, yes it is. Me and Cletus been out hunting shrooms since the sun come up. Ballroom dancing? Yep. Since them back to golf rules said the golf course was too dangerous for anybody 65 and over, I had to do something to get the heart beating. Don't listen to folks like that, Ludell. They're just desperately trying to remain relevant while things change too fast for them to keep up. We're going to need more Swiss cheese. Folks love Mushroom Burger Monday. See, the FIC, or folks in charge, are continually subjecting us to a barrage of negative information designed to keep us in a state of fear so that we're willing to obey without question when the non-elected bureaucrats and professional politicians impart their wisdoms. And here I thought they was all smarter than us. But hey, there's a bright side to all this. Sure is. It's Mushroom Burger Day. Okay, but remember what Mama said. Let's just use mushrooms from the grocery store, because Judge Hooper's still playing the Grateful Dead music in his courtroom. What well, sounds positive to me. We have to stay positive. If we allow ourselves to be overwhelmed by all the negative energy emanating from our screens, we'll miss the positives. Anytime a culture or civilization endures a reset of some kind, there are always opportunities for those looking forward. But the Eeyores will miss it as they longingly stare back at what they've lost. Now, y'all remember that Rock Bottom Radio is sponsored by Dryject. In our minds, the greatest method ever invented to produce spectacular greens. And I tried them all since about 1968. If you want dry sand or wet sand, it's not a problem for Dryject. Sure beats the way Mark Hoban injected sand in the 80s with a soil probe and a funnel. Took about a year to do one green. But with Dryject, it's so fast you'll be able to take a normal lunch and still see the kids at dinner. Hey Willie, call the paramedics. What happened? Hey, you know that fancy new Japanese commode y'all put in the restroom on five? Well, it grabbed Bobby Fester and it won't let go. Y'all might want to call the plumbers and install that thing in five restroom. It's killing Bobby and cussing him in Japanese at the same time. Well, you don't speak Japanese. How do you know it's cussing? I can just tell. 
Remember, I worked for that Japanese management company at Brokefinger, and they was flinging Asian expletives at me every day. I heard it talking American in the Bobby. It wasn't cussing, but it did say it had enough, and he could take his business elsewhere. Bobby ought not to eat them hot wings from Ludell's food and beer cart. Yeah, is this Hordley Plumbing? Uh, okay, this is Rock Bottom Country Club, and they hung up. They're probably still mad about Ludell taking the top off the septic tank. I hear they had to get no uniforms after that. Okay, I finished mowing the front. How about one of y'all? Wait, why is everybody standing around like a bunch of do-nothing congressmen? Well, Bobby Fester ate hot wings from the beer cart, and our new high-tech facility on number five is killing him, and the plumbers hung up on me. Boof, go out there and turn off the electricity to the restroom. Cletus, get some tools and go out to number five and see if you can cut Bobby loose. Willie, I'll hold down the shop. You go out there, take over the food and beer cart, and tell Udell to mow the backside fairways with my five gang. But I don't want to be the beer cart girl. Oh, hush. And make sure the mushroom burgers are safe. We don't need another Golf Meets Woodstock event. Okay, I'm on my way out to the front side to take over the food and beer cart. I've been thinking about how I spent the last decade or so preaching skeletal golf theory. Trying to help folks in golf operations face the economic reset if it ever happens. Lots of superintendents are adapting very well without any trouble. But the big golf management companies are doing what they do, which is laying off everybody and still demanding the same look. Of course, golfers, new and old, are already flocking to the more affordable golf courses. More for the game and being outside in nature than for the prestige of hanging around in a highly maintained formal English garden. Hey, Ludell. Mama says I gotta take over food and beer and you gotta go mow backside fairways. She left the tractor up at the pro shop. Okay, but hey, watch this. You there, boy, fix me a vodka martini and a hot dog with all of the trimmings. Yes, sir, right away. He called you boy. Yeah, I know. There you go, sir. Alrighty then, here's a quarter for yourself. Oh, good shot. That'll play. He called you boy. Just keep watching. This martini tastes odd. Oh no. You give him one of last year's hot dogs? No, that vodka martini's full of Ipecac. Make it stop. Ludell, I think you've been working on the golf course too long. Oh, you should have seen Judge Hooper. He was sitting on number three, T. You know how slow that hole is. And he was a-fighting the Ipecac and taking deep breaths, and then he turned all purple and expolated all over his wife and their little dog. So you're completely insane now? No, no, no. I'm only doing it to the folks who are more than three months behind on dues. Why don't you mow fairways? Because I'm waiting on Heck Simmons. He's on four green right now. Heck Simmons? Wasn't he the divorce lawyer that married your first wife after... After getting my house and my dog? Yep. That's him. Would you believe he's six months behind on his club dues? I guess Frida May is a high-maintenance girl. So, what are you gonna do? Heck like soda pop. Like his big bottle of RC Cola. Specially treated for divorce lawyers. I'm telling Mama. Go ahead. Who you think gave me the Ipecac? You little boy. That drink was poison. I guess you think you know who did it. I don't think. 
Oh, no. I don't think you know either. What? Mama, what are you doing? It's them murder hornets. The only thing that'll kill them is birdshot. Look at that. They're big as pigeons. Mama, those are doves. You didn't need a mushroom burger, did you? No, but I did put some mushrooms on my salad. It's been a long week. It's only Monday. It's been a long Monday. Did you know them murdering hornets inject you with a pheromone when they sting you? And it attracts more of them to come a-running and a-pile on? Kind of like them waitresses at the county line juke joint sushi bar and bait store. Hey. What's up, Cletus? Comps came out on 16T and arrested Booth. Can I be the marshal now? Why'd they arrest Booth? Oh, Booth ordered some young folks to social distance and they told him to drop dead so they wouldn't have to pay his entitlements. They shouldn't ought to call them entitlements. The government took that money from us at gunpoint. We just want it back. Get to the point. Why'd they arrest Booth? Did he run somebody down with his cart again? No, he's that one I'm real good with his new taser. Kept doing it while he explained he has to live to be 160 to get all his money back adjusted for inflation and criminal federal banking practices. So the kids call the cops? No, apparently whenever you use a taser now, it calls a 911 by itself. these mushroom burgers and I love that wallpaper look how it swirls around like that it is some colorful wallpaper hey y'all ain't feed me eight six of them burgers oh no she really likes the gossip do you know that what's she been gossiping about now y'all remember when Hector was spirited away from us all mysterious like uh, I think you better hush Cletus turns out that Hector Cletus shut your mouth I'm just talking about Hector Cleet, go have another burger and uh, test the battery chargers in the cart barn. Use your tongue like Buddy does. But I got big news. Hector was lured away and defected to the Empire. I told you to shut up. Hector's the best in the business, and when you're the best, you get recruited real heavy. But I'm trying to... Come here, Cletus. It took us years to get him planted inside. If you keep running your mouth, you're going to ruin everything. You mean Hector's a... I got five more burgers ready. Mama, why are you choking out Cletus? Uh, he was having a seizure. Oh, kind of like a mayor's wife last week when she said your tater salad tasted like lighter fluid. Willie, shouldn't it be story time? Tell a story, quick. Not till I've had my mushroom burger. Oh! Ludell, did you just stick your tongue in the bug zapper? I'm not sure. For some reason, I thought it might make me immune to the virus. Well, just don't try to treat your incontinence that way. Ah, nothing like a cup of good coffee. One of my favorite things is to hop on my four-wheeler and ride down to the lake after a mushroom burger, pull out my thermos full of hot coffee, and wait for the talking catfish to show up. I ain't had my screens all day, and I'm feeling pretty mellow by now. Me too. Everything, including the weather, feels like back in the 60s. I know. Here we've had five frosts in May. That goes way back the last time that happened. Of course, the weatherman said it's going to be the hottest summer on record. 
You know I'm thinking the alphabets made a big mistake releasing that back to golf manifesto. It revealed that not only are they out of touch with the reality of modern golf, kind of made them look like they didn't have a plan. They had to copy other folks' plan. Well, their plan was a mite vague. Kind of like Cheney and Rumsfeld's plan for Iraq after they destroyed the whole place. Say, I thought I heard you talking to your catfish buddy. What's his name? Freud? Freud hadn't showed up today. But now that crow over there, he's been telling me about how humans are being punished for eating animals, and I told him I didn't want to hear any more of his negative crowing, so he's just sitting up there pouting. Is he the one that told you about the possibility of an economic reset and how it'll affect modern golf? (coughs) Yeah, he's a real loudmouth. You know, I'm glad you said reset and not that other word. That word's depressing, and there's too many folks on Twitter that might not be able to handle it. You know what I just realized? The most dangerous place to be is home, because that's where the most fatal accidents happen. Folks be a lot safer on the golf course. Maybe that crow is right. The universe is trying to kill us all. I wish you'd just shut your big yap. I'm trying to help folks feel positive vibrations, and you keep doing your Debbie Downer thing. Can't you say anything positive and helpful? I thought I was being positive. We gotta stress the positive aspects of a reset. Maybe the pendulum will swing back from globalism to localism and provide opportunities for people to earn a living without the oppression of the corporatists. Just yesterday, I heard that a big course near Pinehurst was running with only a superintendent, an assistant, and equipment manager. They're doing fine because they're practicing skeletal golf theory, just like us. Now, maybe a big reset is coming. Let's all prepare, just in case, both physically and mentally. Get ready ahead of time with strategies to reduce grooming standards and costs and overhead, and especially those things that stand way out on your budget line items. Oh, wow. I just had a cosmic revelation. What if folks that really need to tighten up their budget just swapped out them big giant dues and travel expenses for a TurfNet membership at a fraction of the cost? Cause TurfNet has the best job listing, the best used equipment listing, the most civilized forum, free webinars, genius types like Frank Rossi, the only professional news department, and our TV unit has over 50 years of experience. Just think how much smarter folks would feel if they had more money for, you know, food and such. It's story time. Today we have an Uncle Whip story. Uncle Whip, one of Dad's brothers, had a career similar to Dad. After serving in the military, Whip became a golf course superintendent. Whip's best golf course was Jackson Country Club in Jackson, Tennessee, a highly respected club that had existed since 1914 and hosted the greats like Walter Hagen and Arnold and even Hogan. I myself may have added to the history of Jackson Country Club. One summer while serving as the night waterman there, I somehow drove the clubhouse security guard off his mental rails. That night ended with the guard attempting to explain why he called the police in the middle of the night, claiming a tiny little man had stolen a golf cart and was driving around the course. Alcohol was suspected, but the ventriloquist dummy taped to the card wasn't revealed until a few years ago in a book from Rock Bottom. But let's drop that and get back to the story about Uncle Whip. Uncle Whip was a very good superintendent, a great player, and a gifted comedian. He was that uncle at the family gatherings who, when he opened his mouth to say something, everyone ceased talking to listen to whatever Whip was going to say. Because it was sure to be funny. 
He told hilarious stories and was quick as lightning with a sharp reply. Quite a few of the gags, stories, and one-liners that have appeared on Rock Bottom TV over the years came directly from Uncle Whip. He was funny, and funny stuff just seemed to happen to him. Like the time Uncle Whip was stationed at Keesler Air Force Base in Biloxi, Mississippi, back around 1963. He lived off base and had a relatively recent car with one of those new push-button transmissions. The car was often reluctant to start, and the Frankenstein transmission didn't help any. It made it really difficult to jumpstart it by rolling a little bit and popping the clutch with the ignition on, like you did in most cars. It was necessary to get this heap up to about 20 miles an hour, usually rolling downhill and then engaging the transmission. This would start the engine and allow Uncle Whip to make it to work on time. Now, I don't know why Uncle Whip kept this car, seeing as how it often refused to take him to work, but I sense it was the same thing that keeps all of us from making a change in life, that fear of admitting we had made a mistake. One morning, Uncle Whip left the house, and of course the car wouldn't crank. There was no one around to help him get it rolling downhill, so he asked his neighbor for help. She was about 80 years old with blue hair and owned a very reliable Packard automobile. She was delighted to help. Guided by Uncle Whip, she gently eased the bumper of the Packard up to the rear of Uncle Whip's car, and just before he jumped into the driver's seat of his heap, he went over the procedure with her again. Okay, once we get up to 20, just ease off and I can crank it. She nodded and smiled, and Uncle Whip thanked her again and hopped behind the wheel. Taking the parking brake off, he glanced in the mirror to make eye contact with the little old lady in order to give her the go sign. That's when he noticed something odd. The little old lady, blue hair visible through the spokes of the Packard's enormous steering wheel, was backing up. Confused, Uncle Whip turned around to see what was happening, and that's when he realized she was backing up to get a running start. He began to wave hysterically, trying to get her to stop, but she had already reached the distance required to help her achieve 20 miles an hour. Uncle Whip continued to wave like a crazy person until he saw her tiny hands take a better grip on the wheel and her blue hair lean forward as she floored the Packard. At that moment, Whip frantically tried to escape from his car. Now, even in those days, with no seat belts, large doors, and bench seats, it wasn't easy to escape from a car. And when Uncle Whip realized that she would hit the car before he could eject, he gritted his teeth and braced for impact. It was a mighty, thunderous crash. Whip's neck jerked so hard that he was stunned like a bird that had flown into a window. You see, in those days, Packards were entirely made of steel and, as such, were the closest thing on the road to a panzer tank. With what was probably a real good concussion, Uncle Whip groaned and tried to clear his head. Reaching for the door handle, he wondered how much damage had been done to his car and if the old lady had survived. Glancing in the mirror, he realized the little old lady wasn't there. She was backing up for another try. Uncle Whip leaped from his car and staggered for safety just as the little old lady in the Packard finished caving in the rear of Whip's car. The Packard registered no damage, but Uncle Whip's car had become something else. A pile of junk. Like all of our story times, there's a moral hidden in here somewhere. Maybe it's, um, sometimes you should just forego your pride, admit your mistake, and try not to keep using a piece of poor equipment that's ill-suited for the task. Or... Don't be in a big hurry. Plan accordingly. But I think the moral is probably 
always explain in detail what you want the person to do and then make them read it back to you. I'm sure you can think of an incident or two where this might have helped you in the past. You've been listening to Rock Bottom Radio, broadcasting from deep in the turf net zone. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher for future episodes. 